Rob Mitchell is showing off a 10-acre stand of lush, knee-high grass. He's a researcher for the U.S. Department of Agriculture, and he's been working here north of Lincoln, Nebraska, on a variety of switchgrass specially designed to make cellulosic ethanol. And how tall will this get? Uh, this is Liberty switchgrass, and Liberty will get, uh, oh, eight or ten feet tall. Almost all ethanol made in the U.S. right now comes from corn, but to grow more grain, farmers plowed up a lot of pasture. Some researchers say that cancels out the carbon savings. The great thing about switchgrass is you can make cellulosic ethanol from the leaves and stems and keep grassland intact. And as the plants grow, they take carbon out of the atmosphere. All of that carbon that they're putting below ground as root material is what also ends up helping us store carbon in the soil. That makes cellulosic ethanol one of the cleanest fuels out there. It saves three times as much carbon as ethanol from corn. But there's a catch. Last year, the U.S. only produced a fifth of the cellulosic ethanol it was supposed to. How many farmers are growing switchgrass for ethanol right now? Yeah, there's. I think I could count zero at this point. Um, we're not producing any ethanol from switchgrass at this point on the large scale. A couple large-scale plants in Iowa have come online to make fuel from corn stalks. One in Kansas uses wheat straw. But all said the renewable fuel that was supposed to tip the scale on greenhouse emissions barely registers today. Wally Tyner is an agricultural economist at Purdue University. We're not there yet, technically or economically, but if there is to be growth, that's where the growth will be. That is, as long as the government is behind it. But lately, it's been hard to raise money to produce next-generation fuels because regulations are unclear. The Environmental Protection Agency sets the level of ethanol oil companies have to blend each year through the Renewable Fuel Standard, or RFS. But the agency hasn't finalized an annual quota since 2013. Tyner says the corn ethanol industry has hardly missed a beat, but cellulosic ethanol is losing investment. Put yourself in the position of an investor. The only thing that makes your investment viable is a government mandate for that product. Are you willing to put $400 million on the line that that government mandate's always going to be there? The problem with the mandate is oil companies can't use as much ethanol as the law requires. They're lobbying the EPA to cut the RFS while ethanol companies are fighting to keep it intact. Meanwhile, the drama is scaring off investors. Jeremy Martin with the Union of Concerned Scientists thinks investors will come back if they know what they're dealing with. Clear EPA policy goes a long way. Even if it's not what they'd hoped for, at this point, just you need to know where you stand uh, so you can make decisions about how to move forward. That's not good enough for Michael McAdams of the Advanced Biofuels Association. He says the law will never go beyond corn unless Congress rewrites it to favor lower carbon fuels. I mean, if what we were trying to do with this policy in 2007 was encourage this advanced industry, the current policy is not doing the job, and the numbers reflect that. There have been bills proposed in Congress to change the RFS and a couple that would repeal it entirely, but none of them appear to be going anywhere soon. That puts things in the hands of the EPA. With a vote of confidence for cellulosic ethanol, the USDA's Rob Mitchell says energy crops like switchgrass may finally get some traction. The unknown is, where do you sell it? And at this point, the only market for that is of hay for livestock. The market for cellulosic ethanol just isn't there yet. If you want a farmer to do it, it's got to pay the bills, and we're fully aware of that. Once it's clear where the EPA expects ethanol to come from, investors can decide whether it's worth the money, and farmers can decide whether it's worth their time. For Inside Energy, I'm Grant Gerlock with Harvest Public Media.